Welcome to this Perceptive Readers Podcast. Hi, I'm James Lynch. Is it that everyone can speak in this way, whether it's symbolically, making a joke, just having fun, or even in seriousness, can everyone speak in this way except but this one person? Hi, I'm James Lynch, and welcome to the Pop Books Update Moment. Today, I want to talk about a subject that um, I heard uh, somebody else talking about uh, uh, recently. And the subject happened to uh, pertain to uh, something that is mentioned in the good book. Now, you know, I allow people to just... Uh, think and believe what they want to believe until normally what? Yeah. If once again, it's a practice of maybe trying to hurt, you know, hurt somebody else, you know that. And so, and if it's within my realm or my authority, then, you know, I'm uh, going to do my best to try to take care of it. That's just a, you know, a, a side note, because there's some things we just can't do anything about it. But even if you can't do something about it, you can always at least relate to anyone who would hear or really listen. This is the fact of the matter. So talking about facts, uh, what are some ways we communicate every day? And we communicate, you know, with gestures, we communicate uh, with our smiles. And even when we relate facts, we don't always say the exact facts. And, you know, my favorite thing to say always is that two plus two is four. We actually speak symbolically or metaphorically a lot as far as using figures of speech. And I want to mention something about a figure of speech uh, that comes from a definition. Uh, I looked it up because I want to share this with you where it says, uh, from the Marion Webster, uh, it's online dictionary where it says, uh, in a metaphorical or figurative sense rather than a literal sense. Okay. And so you might, uh, let's say you, uh, wanted to run a marathon and you worked very hard and you had also a trainer that helped you, you know, to finally overcome those mountains and valleys and hills and you won the marathon. And yet this had happened, you know, some years earlier, maybe you're a little bit older now. And so you're probably scared or or not, maybe scared, at least nervous, you see, uh, whether you could ever do something like that again, you know, run and win that marathon. And so you go to your trainer and you talk about your concerns and what you want to do. And so your trainer ends up telling you, yes, you will win this. You will win it the same way or just like. And then he actually names the marathon that you, you know, completed and you actually won it. Okay. So he used it as a likeness. You say, see, it's just like this, you see, in this term. Now, let's continue on. I told you about a conversation 
that uh, it was it wasn't a conversation. It was more of like a stand up uh, that I heard this from. And this uh, person or professional who uh, does uh, stand up and commentary and things of that nature. You know, I've uh, been aware of this person for uh, many years. Uh, uh, this person has not uh, uh, covered over or hid, you know, their likes, dislikes, uh, and all that that go along with it. See, and with that, that's one thing I want to say. Uh, sometimes, again, the things that we may be very much interested in, would you agree, it may conflict with something else over in another area, and it even affects our understanding of it at times. Okay, now, with all this background, let's go into it. Uh, the subject was dealing with Revelation chapter 16. Remember, that's in the good book. Uh, that's prophecy. And the reference was to Armageddon, a word that uh, some people, uh, it doesn't bother. Some people, it literally terrifies. And so, uh, depending on what you're, you know, you're talking about and uh, how much detail you go into it. Yes, it really leaves an impression upon your mind at the very least. Okay. So in this, uh, stand up, uh, part of, uh, <laughs> this, uh, show, so to speak, uh, the person uh, was also talking about a group of people, which this person has done many times over the years, you know, and, a, and more of a, you know, comedic or making fun of these group of people's way because of what they believe and make no mistake about it. And I'm just saying it straight up. It's it, it has often this connotation of just trying to make these group of people look stupid because of their beliefs. Again, it is what it is. For some of us, it don't even bother us. Uh, but at times, if you do see other person's, you know, feelings getting hurt because they may not fully understand or can explain, uh, you know, totally, uh, why things are the way that they are, you know, give them time. They will, you see, um, they may not be able to at the time. So the persons who, you know, are very, uh, intellectual and eloquent in their speech, it can make the person look like, see, that person only know what they're talking about. All right. But I'm here to tell you today, what I'm about to share with you, uh, it should be very clear. Okay, why I started off the podcast where everyone can, you know, uh, speak symbolically, jokingly, figuratively, you see, uh, metaphorically, uh, even hyperbole, except but sometimes when it comes to this being. Who is this being we're talking about? Well, since I referenced the good book, I referenced Revelation chapter 16, verse 16, that I'm talking about the true God. And, you know, he says in the very beginning of Revelation that this book is made 
you know, in symbols and signs. And so, and, you know, in truth. So he was already letting the persons who have an eye and ear to listen know, hey, I'm about to give you a speech, <laughs> if you will, it, you know, in this letter of mine to you. And I'm going to talk in all these different ways. And I'm saying again, let those who want to hear and let those who want to see be happy. I'm going to explain everything in here, even the secrets or may seem like the secrets at this time that will also be revealed. So all this was made clear, really, in the first chapter. And persons who have read the Bible know clearly, too, that it also builds upon different things and it references other things like we do all the time. You know, we reference this, we reference these articles, we reference these policies. Well, if you want to look at the Bible, which is so much more, it still is that big because you can find what it's talking about in a reference in this point or that point to understand. Okay, so here basically was like the joke. It was talking about, you know, uh, Armageddon. And then, you know, uh, the person really did get it right as far as talking about what it meant in the literal location, which is, you know, the Valley of Megiddo, you see, over there in, you know, the Israel Asian, not Asian, I'm, the Israel or the, um, I wanted to call it the con the continent. <laughs> but anyway, in that area, okay, and it was actually a point of decisive battles when God was involved. He was the one who actually gave Joshua, you see. Uh, remember Moses. Moses led the people out of Israel. Who came after Moses, where it was Joshua. He was tasked with conquering the rest of the promised land. And God had told him, you know, you will do it. You stay strong. You stay confident. Do not be fearful and I will be with you. So God told him he was going to conquer all of these kings. And it was over 31 of them. Megiddo was a stronghold. Not something easily that could be conquered. But guess what? God gave him the victory. He certainly did. All right. Now, many comedians, uh, probably, uh, uh, this person was not the only one because I heard this joke before. Look at this little mound here. You know, my house is bigger than that mound or hill valley. And you mean all and the nations and the armies are supposed to, you know, uh, be in there and crowd in there, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I heard that many times, you know, over the years, and I just chuckle. Well, let me ask you this question. Could this be, again, a reference or metaphorically speaking where God was saying, my war is going to be just like what happened in this valley where I gave a decisive victory, you see, to my servant, Joshua. And then, you know, throughout the 
years and centuries, even down to Solomon Day, it was still a point of that persons wanted to keep strategically. But as I said before, when God is behind you, like he was behind Joshua, see, that was a decisive victory and Joshua took the land because of God giving it to him. So here is God saying again, my war, you see, that I'm going to have uh, with the ones or the nations who disagree uh, with not wanting me to bring in paradise uh, of freedom and peace and worship, you see, okay, this is going to be the same similar type of situation. <laughs> going to have to straighten it out like it was done, you see. In Joshua's day, okay? Now, we talk a lot about spiritual warfare. Uh, I've talked about it in um, the past month uh, and even referenced Job, okay? But still, getting back to Armageddon and how people may laugh and joke about this uh, uh, valley, or mountain, or they call it a mole hill when they're joking. No, what God is saying, that's why I gave you the example earlier about the person who was running the marathon. See, with that person's help or trainer's help, what was they able to do? Uh, they won the marathon and the person or the trainer used it as a reference again, saying the same way you one or gain a victory over that marathon. Okay. It, it was like that. It's going to be like this again. Same type of, you know, situation, same type of help, so to speak. Well, what Armageddon, God was saying again, strategically, uh, the type of forces you're going to be dealing with, the power and things of that nature still the decisive victory is going to go to his army. You see, uh, the strategy and everything else, it is going to be God who wins. It is going to be God who comes to save. You see, so keep that in mind again with the good book uh, of Revelation. It says right in the beginning. Things will be talked about in signs sometimes. Some things will be talked about in literal. And, you know, there would be metaphoric speech, all sorts of things that you can tell uh, symbolically. But it was made clear that the ones who have eyes and ears, uh, the willingness to listen and learn, they would understand. How do we know that? Did I not just explain to you what Armageddon really means and how it's not a literal physical spot where everybody can just keep on going in, going in. No, this is a metaphoric and uh, spiritual way that God was describing. You see that decisive victory that I had there and that I did there for my people. I'm going to do it again. And this time, the whole strategic and situation is really going to be 
worldwide. That is what's going on spiritually even today. See, clearing up misunderstandings this way, clearing up uh, that what many of you have come to believe, even though you may not be at the point that you can always explain it readily. Because let me tell you, uh, this is the first time I actually talked about this subject probably in over a decade. And I actually went and referenced some different books. Uh, uh, some of them were even from JW.org too, where you can learn more about it. But let me tell you on top of that, all the same, the gist, you see, of the situation and knowing that it's not literal, but God was describing the situation again and uh, the meaning behind it. Well, there you go. The good news along with that is, as I told you before, human beings will have the freedom quality of life that will be nothing that we can even fathom at this time. If you think, as I always said before, if you think you can have a good time now, you will be having a good time then. And let me throw this in, living forever. Yes, living forever right on this earth. And then the ones who wonder about heaven, which I won't get into, but yes, there are a few that go to heaven as well. So don't, you know, discount that when you talk about paradise, that it always has to be that it's only heaven. That's why some people have been saying that, oh, you always got to die to get to where you, no, you don't. But that's, that's another story, uh, again, referencing the time period that we live in, because it did reference that the last days that the Bible talks about, that the people that God will, you know, save even through, you know, the war of Armageddon, they have the privilege to have never tasted death at all and will go all into eternity forever and ever. I'm James and this was a Park Books Update moment. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful day. You have just listened to the Perceptive Readers Podcast. Remember until next time, if you read something that encourages you to improve or enhance your life for the better, it becomes your reality.